This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Hello there. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Dr. Siobhan here, and I am so excited to talk with you today about this topic. So I'm like laughing on the inside because the truth of the matter is I talk to so many of you um, and when it comes to progress in your marriage, when it comes to moving the needle in the right direction, we all have this tendency, myself included sometimes, to tell ourselves the story that I tried it and it didn't work, right? So I want you to just assess for your own self, like how many times you've thought that or said that in reaction to something you were doing or trying to do and it felt like it wasn't working, right? This happens a lot. I can remember a conversation I was having with a client once and she was expressing the problem that was happening for her and I kept offering new ways of looking at it, new solutions, things she could try and every single thing that I offered was just met with resistance. Like, no, I tried that already and it didn't work. Nope, that's not going to work because of this or I've tried that and it didn't really make a difference. And what I see as a coach in those moments is just the resistance to a creative solution. And so if you find that this is something you're thinking a lot of the time, like I'm trying everything, I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing, and it's still not working, this episode is a thousand percent for you. And the first thing that I just want to offer you as you consider the experience that you're having is, are you open to it working? I think it's something that on the surface you would answer yes. Like, of course, I'm making an effort. I'm trying. I'm doing all the things. Of course, I want it to work. But do you really? And I'm asking that because I want you to investigate it. I want you to challenge it. And I want you to almost look for the places where maybe you don't want it to work, where maybe you are unconsciously sort of sabotaging your efforts so that you don't have to try anymore, so that it just all becomes your husband's fault And you never have to really turn that mirror on yourself. Something to think about. Now, if you find that you really genuinely, deep within your soul, do want it to work, and it is whatever you're 
actively engaged in trying to improve. So that could be communication, that could be forgiveness, that could be understanding, that could be spending time together, that could be increasing your intimacy. Like all of you have different goals and different things that you are currently focused on in improving your marriage. And so if you find that like genuinely deep within your heart and your soul, you do want it to work, that you do want your efforts to make a difference, to matter, you do want to see an improvement in your experience of your marriage, then there's a couple of things that in this episode we're going to talk about that I think will be really, really helpful for you. But again, you first have to establish that you genuinely, truly do want it to work and that you're willing to be responsible for it working. I think that's another loophole in all of this is that when we feel like we're doing quote unquote all the right things and it's not producing the result we want, then we sort of abdicate responsibility. We sort of, you know, sit down, pouty face like, well, I tried everything and it didn't work. So I guess I just can't make it work. I guess I just can't affect this change in my life. And what I want to offer about that, and even this thought of like, I tried it and it didn't work, is that it doesn't serve you, and it doesn't help you, and it doesn't keep moving you forward, right? Doesn't keep moving you forward is not correct English, but you get what I mean, right? So I have to say that this idea for this conversation came about even in a personal realization of my own in that, you know, I recently felt like I was making making a concerted effort in a particular area of my marriage. So one of the things I'm really focusing on is not complaining, not trying to control, not trying to like direct my husband to be or do anything different than how he is being and what he is doing. And I have been really focused on that. And we had like a conversation where I felt like all the effort I was making and putting forth and trying to be sensitive to his perspective and understanding of how he sees things, it just felt like all the work that I was putting into it wasn't working. And, you know, we're having a conversation and I notice defensiveness <laughs> entering its head into that conversation on his part and I was like what am I doing wrong like all the positive communication tactics are just not working because no matter what I say he's getting defensive and it made me feel horrible right you can probably relate to this experience and part of what it did or why it felt worse, so to speak, was because I was trying, right? So if you're having a conversation with someone and they, you know, get defensive and you're not trying to like keep their feelings in mind, you're not trying to be politically correct, like you're just talking off the cuff, then that's one thing. But when you feel like you're trying to avoid a situation or trying to be sensitive to someone else's needs and it doesn't work, it doesn't result in them feeling taken care of, or it doesn't result in them feeling valued and respected, then there's like this wave of like hopelessness that kind of 
washes over you. Now, I'm just giving the example of having a conversation with someone. For you, it may be something much bigger, but I think it happens on small scales and large scales just the same. And part of what makes it hard when you are trying and it's not working is it makes you feel like you're out of options, right? So it's like, if we're doing a coaching call and I tell you, okay, try these five strategies and you try them all and it feels like you've exhausted them and it still doesn't produce the result that you want, then it's sort of like you're looking around like confused, like, well, what do I do now? Like I did everything that's been offered. I've done, I've done what was asked of me and it still didn't work. So now I have nothing left to do. And so that doesn't serve you. That doesn't serve you. That doesn't serve me. That doesn't serve anybody in their life when they really genuinely do want to see a change and they want to see an improvement. And I think part of the reason that this happens is we want to feel like we can do something right and get the right result, right? Like that's, that's what this is all about. Like you're listening to this podcast for that very reason because you're like, I want to love my marriage again. I want to have a happier time with my husband. So let me come and get this information and apply it and then hopefully it will produce the result that I want. But when you feel like you're trying everything and you feel like you are doing all the right things and it's not working, you have, you know, your your brain will tell you, like, just stop, right? Like, it's not working, so why continue trying? And so what I want to just offer, if you are in a place where you've said that to yourself or have been saying that to yourself, I've tried it and it's not working, the first thing I want to say is that it's just not true, right? Like, Right now, maybe you're not seeing the progress that you want, but it's not 100% true that it's not working. And the reason is because you don't know if it's working or not. There's some things that are happening beneath the surface, some things that are shifting that you just can't see and that are not tangible to your eye or you know felt in your experience. And so to think that you've tried it and it's not working is actually just an inaccurate statement. The other piece of all this is that when you feel like you've tried everything and it's not working, it puts you in a very disempowered place. Because if you've tried everything and it doesn't work, then there's nothing left for you to do. Like you can't affect the change that you want to see. And so whenever you're in the sort of victim role where things outside of you are impacting what you can create or what you can't create in your marriage, it's sort of just a down state that leaves you stuck. Because if you can't do anything and you feel like there's nothing left to do, you're going to stay right where you are. And when you get into that place, what then happens is you just quit, right? You just settle for what it is. You think that how you and your husband are together is just what it's going to be. And you stop making the effort. And so I want to provide a little bit of insight for why you may be feeling this way, right? Why you may be feeling like 
you're putting forth the effort, you're doing the things, and you're still not getting the result that you want in your marriage. The first reason is you're not consistent enough. And I know you may hear that and you're like, what? Like, I am trying. I've been trying for weeks or months or years. And I don't want to take that away from you. I really don't. But I also want to just challenge it. Because if you think you're being consistent and you're still not seeing what you want, then you're probably not being as consistent as is required for the result that you want to produce, right? So there's some things you can do a little bit of and you'll get an immediate return on your effort. There are other things that really take a prolonged, sustained, continuous effort, right? Like if you want to fill a glass full of sand, right? Like you're going to have to be very patient and put a lot of effort and a lot of deposits into that glass. But if you're filling a glass with ice cubes, right? Like one ice cube compared to one grain of sand is a pretty dramatic difference, right? So you have to know and be open to the result that you want requiring more effort than maybe you anticipated. There's this book called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. And it's a business book, but I think it applies even in this conversation where part of what he says is that people don't get the results they want in business is because they underestimate the amount of effort it's going to take to produce that result. And so what he offers in this book is that whatever you're trying to do, 10X it. Like if you're trying to like, you know, get a a $10,000 raise, for example, like you need to put forth the effort of if you're trying to get a hundred or no, 10,000, (laughs) a $100,000 raise, right? So math is not my strong suit. You guys don't come to me for for my mathematical skills. Um, So the point is like, if you think it's going to take, months of you not complaining, for example, or months of you really expressing your appreciation to your husband in order to feel a shift in the dynamic, then you have to 10x that. You have to imagine it's actually going to take 10 times longer. Now, for some of you, you may hear that and you'd be like, well, forget it. I don't, it's not that important to me. I'm not willing to put forth 10 times the effort because doing what I'm doing now feels like an enormous task. Then again, I pull you back to that first question that I asked you, like, is this something you are genuinely desiring that you are fully committed to creating? Because if you don't give up and if you put forth this consistent and sustained effort in the direction of what you want, it's going to happen eventually, right? And so again, part of the reason why you're feeling like you're doing all the things and it's not working is because maybe your effort isn't consistent enough. Maybe the effort you've been putting in isn't actually the level that's required to get what you want out of what you're doing, okay? The second reason you might be feeling this way is your energy isn't really aligned with the result that you want. 
What does that mean? It means you're doing all the things, but you're not doing it with joy and love and gladness and kindness in your heart, right? (laughs) I remember talking to a friend of mine. We were both sort of newlyweds and we had reached a point where, you know, we were like making our husband's lunch, right? Like that was the fun thing to do. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make you lunch and you know, I'm going to make this sandwich for you and take time out of my morning and pull all this stuff together for you so you have a nice, lovely lunch in your work day. And so, you know, when you're dating or when you're like new, like that feels great to do. Like you're doing it because you love him and you're doing it because it brings you such joy. And then it doesn't, right? And so you may be going through the motions of pulling the lunch together and all of that, but you're like annoyed now because you're like, you have kids now and you don't have the time because you got to get their lunches together. And now he's a grown man. So for sure he should be getting his own lunch. Like how could he expect you to do it? But you do it anyway because you feel obligated. And so there you go. Right. So that is an example of like doing the right thing, right? Like the quote unquote right loving thing is, you know, helping him out in this way, if that's what you choose to do. Um, But it's not coming with the right energy, right? And so I want you to just think about like, what are the things you are doing and what is your energy while you're doing them? Are you actually excited about it? Does it light you up? Does it make you feel good? Or are you doing the quote unquote right things begrudgingly and out of obligation? You know, this is something that we learn about in church where it talks about giving to God, right? Whether you're giving your tithes or your offering, it's like he wants you to do so as an act of gratitude, as an act of worship of him, not because you have to right? And so if you're not seeing the results that you want from whatever effort you're putting forth in your marriage, is your energy right? You want to check that because there's nothing worse than putting forth a lot of effort and doing a lot of quote unquote right things, but your heart isn't in it or your mind is distracted or you're sort of double-minded in doing it. It's definitely not going to produce the result you want, but it's important to know that the result isn't being produced because you're not doing the right things. You are doing the right things. It's just the energy behind it may not be a good match for what you're trying to create. So if you want more open communication and you're sitting there setting aside time each day to talk, but you're annoyed or, you know, you're not as vulnerable in that conversation or you're not as interested in what he's talking about, then you're not going to feel connected. You're not going to get the result of connection because you're not entering that activity with a heart and a posture of connection. So check your energy. The other thing... Uh, The third thing that may be happening, if you feel like you're doing all of the things and it's still not working, quote unquote, is you want to check for yourself if you are being a little bit of a perfectionist. And so what I mean by that is you have this sort of all or nothing mentality, like you're either making massive progress or you're making no progress at all. And so this comes about when you have super high expectations for the impact of your results. So for example, let's say you you know, schedule a date night for you and your husband. Let's just say like you take the initiative, you make all the plans, you get everything together, and that's what you do. And you're expecting him to be 
over the moon happy that you took the time to do that. You expect him to be so excited. You expect to like bounce back to those early amazing days of your relationship. And when he, you know, obliges you, maybe he goes and you have a nice time, not like a rock star, rock star time. You may be really disappointed. You may feel like, well, that wasn't even worth my effort because now we're just okay, right? I want you to check for that to see if maybe what you're expecting from your effort is just too much. Not to say that you won't ultimately get there, but sometimes we minimize progress because it doesn't feel like massive progress. So what if you took the approach of like baby steps count too, right? Any forward movement is still good movement. And what if you release the reins on how quickly progress needed to happen or what progress really had to look like or has to look like? Like if you released what the result needs to be in order for you to feel like you've made it. It's something to think about. I want you to just see for yourself, like, are you kind of the person that's sort of like an all or nothing mentality? Like, are you looking for you know, rainbows and daisies and cartwheels all the time. And if it's anything less, it feels like you have nothing. Like just check in with yourself and to see if this may be why you're kind of feeling the way you feel. And the other thing that I would say is sort of like an overarching issue with this frame of mind, with this frame of mind of feeling like I'm trying everything and it's not working, is I think it happens for people when you are looking for the result to drive your motivation, right? Like, and this is where it's sort of like the intersection between your effort and your faith. And so I'll just take weight loss as an example, right? So like, I know for me, if I lose a pound or two, you know, the week I start eating better and exercising, I'm like so motivated to keep going. So motivated. I'm like, yep. It, it sometimes, you know, encourages me to like buckle down even more. Like if I'm like lowering my carbs and increasing my veggies and I see that weight coming off, I'm like, yes, I am on it, right? Like I am so committed. But the moment I don't see that scale move, right? I'm doing all the same activities. Then I lose my motivation and I use that against myself as a reason to stop. And so this is something that I also want to just check in with you to see if it may be happening where if you're not getting the result, you feel like you can't still be motivated to do the work, whatever the work is for you. And Part of what coaching is designed to help you do is to change your whole mindset, change your whole perspective, where rather than looking for the result, the end result to be the the carrot per se, you learn to appreciate and value the process of getting to the result. What does that look like in marriage? Okay, so if what you're looking for is emotional safety, 
with your husband, right? And so emotional safety is just where you guys can come together. You can share what's on your heart. You can share your concerns and your worries and he's responsive. He can share his concerns and worries and you're responsive and you just feel like you can be yourself. You can share your hearts. You can have those heart to heart connections. That's essentially what emotional safety is. If that is your goal, Right. If you want to be able to have a conversation and not have any tension and feel like you can be your full self and he can be his full self and it's safe and you feel like a safe house for each other. If that's what you want. Right. But you're only focused on that as an end result and you're not focused on the changes that you need to make within yourself. And you're not focused on how you are growing and learning to do that along the way then you won't be motivated because maybe getting to emotional safety is something that's pretty far off from where you may be starting from right now. And so it's, it's kind of like if, if your goal is to lose 100 pounds, but all you're focusing on is just when you lose 100 pounds, you miss the enjoyment of losing that first pound or that first five pounds, or you miss the enjoyment of being a person who exercises or being a person who loves to eat healthier foods, right? And so in this journey of creating emotional safety, like who are you becoming? How can you love the process of becoming a person who creates a very emotionally safe relationship with her husband? What do you have to learn to do? What are the milestones along the way for you? Maybe one of the milestones is just being able to have a conversation and not be overwhelmed by what he thinks, right? Maybe it's just being comfortable in your own skin to just be vulnerable and honest and tender and loving without feeling like you're exposing yourself to rejection, when you can embrace that and love this journey and love who you're having to become, then you always have motivation because there's always something new for you to learn. There's always some um, lesson to be learned from those setbacks that you can appreciate. And so you don't have to look outside of yourself for the motivation. The motivation comes from within because you're loving the whole process of just getting to the result. Now, I know some of you are listening and you're like, yeah, but I still want the result. And that's fine. I'm not saying you don't want to want the result. Absolutely want the result because that is important. That's what it's for in the first place. But in the process, don't miss what is working. Don't miss all of the learning that's happening for you, all of the ways that you are growing. And so if you have been consistently doing something positive to advance and improve your marriage, let's just celebrate that. Let's celebrate the fact that you're consistently doing and that is what's working. The ultimate result will come along the way. But what is working is that you keep listening to this podcast. What is working is that you keep applying the principles that I share. That's worth celebrating and that is working. Right. So here's what I want to leave you with. If this is where you are, right. I want to leave you with this question. What if it is working? What if it is? I want you to just open yourself up to that right now. That no matter what you've been trying or how long you've been trying, What if it is working? 
if you think that way, I'm pretty sure what will happen is you'll keep going. I'm pretty sure what will happen is you'll keep looking for evidence that it is working. I'm pretty sure if you start to believe that it is working, that you will develop an unshakable trust in the process. And if you do that, if you keep going, if you keep looking for the right evidence, and if you keep trusting the process, it will for sure work. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will be back with you next week with another episode. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.